podcast of the walk-off. I don't think it's an emergency, but I think it's awesome that we have some good news on the Major League Baseball front. Holden Kushner and the ace of Spader, Ryan Spader. Spader, we might have some baseball coming up. Here's the deal. Manfred, the commissioner, Rob Manfred, flew down to meet with Tony Clark, the Players Association rep. And the interesting thing about that is there was a couple of stories like, why don't these two jabronis just get together and do it? And they finally did it. So it looks like the latest offer from the owners, 60 games, you'll get your prorated play or pay. The union, the last time they made an offer, they wanted 89 games with full prorated play. I'm going to tell you this right now. You know I've been optimistic about them playing. This is optimism. I don't know if it gets done this week, but I bet you by the weekend we're going to have baseball, Spader. Your thoughts on what's going on right now? I am so optimistic right now that I'm going to do something that I, I, I don't, I don't know that I've done since um, we were the best baseball podcast. And I'm going to crack up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Woo. That's beautiful. That sound makes me happy because I know something good's going on with Spader's cracking a Miller Lite. So I, I will tell you, I've talked to a couple different players about this. And um, they're kind of, I, I, I think they might still be in the dark. Because I, I also heard from somebody in a front office who says they they think it's going to get done. It's going to be between 68 and 74 games. They're going to kind of meet in the middle there. And um, uh, that's, that's where we're going to land with the whole thing. But um, some of the players are kind of really confused about all of this. They're like, well, wait a second. MLB is asking us to give up our uh, legal rights and asking – for us to essentially give them an additional $600 million, which is what would result from the additional postseason team. Uh, they estimate about $100 million per, and um, they, they just don't really think that that's particularly fair. And I, I, I think there's still some details to be hammered out. I don't think it's going to be done today or tomorrow, but I, I, I anticipate by the weekend we uh, may be looking at a baseball season. And I heard something that got me pretty excited is that um, potentially July 19th could be opening day, my yep. 31st birthday. I was Oh, it's your 31st birthday. Congratulations. You're getting old now. Pretty yeah. soon you'll be flaccid and you're going to need uh, Blue Chew all the time. So July 19th. <laughs> you know what's interesting about that, Spader, is that we, we kept saying July 4th, so you get the whole month. So if the NBA and the NHL are starting, you're still going to get like 12 days, 11 or 12 days on the stage. And I'm not exactly. saying that's the best case scenario, but that's not bad. Like all this stuff that we've been going through here, following this day to day. And I told you we shouldn't follow it day to day because it really, it, everything goes back and forth and back and forth. It's like the stock gets market. Done. <laughs> yeah. I'll take, I'll take 10, 11, 12 days. Like everything is better to me 
if we can get a season started July 19th. Your birthday's one day after mine? I didn't even know that. We've discussed this. I'm sure we have. When we were the best baseball podcast, yeah. if you recall, I forced you to drink a beer. I don't. Oh, I remember that. The show, I, yeah. I, I can't remember if it was the day of yours or the day of my birthday, but one of them. And um, we uh, we had a beer. I believe you had a, a Sapporo. Yes, I did. Uh, and I also want to say this about this deal here that could be coming. So 60 games, I, I'm fine with anything. I thought 66 was going to be the number. You're saying, what, 68 to 74? I've, I've heard from the one person that I heard this from said it's all but a lock. It's going to be between 68 and 74. 68. And um, the players are going to get paid 100% for that duration. However, um, players are played on, uh, played paid by in-season days, not by games. So that's something that still has to be hammered out. Are they going to be paid a, um, a rate per in-season day, or are they going to be paid a rate per um, game over 162? And uh, it, it's not, when you go across the entire league, it's not an immaterial amount that, um, that would amount. Well, two other things here, and I think our buddy Jason Stark came up with a nice number, 66 games. That means you get 12 games against your four division opponents, three against the interleagues, the four interleague teams, and then six games home and home with an interleague rival. So 66 would be good, but I personally think that the number seven is going to be very important. I think if the owners go to 70, they cave and they go to 70. That's where I think is the sweet spot. So you know, maybe it's 72. Maybe that's what it is. But I think 70 is going to be a very important number. The same person told me that the owners, the last thing they want to do is exceed half the season. So I, I, I don't know what that has to do with the fact that, you know, 68 to 74, but they don't want to go to 82, 83, 84, and um, they really want to keep it at half assuming that means they're going to be paid based on the number of games versus the number of in-season days. Well, I hope we have to do an emergency podcast tomorrow too, because that means we're going to have baseball. You know, that's the next thing to come out with this. Uh, I know you're saying that a lot of players are in the dark. That's because I don't think the Players Association is very good. I think Tony Clark, great guy, nice guy, very good player, not good as the head. Obviously, that communication needs to be going out there. They also might want to keep a lid on some of the information that's going out there. So maybe they're not playing the telling the players that. Two other things that I'm seeing here, and the players want more postseason money, and that's great because, what, we'd have 16 teams in a postseason? Good. Expand the postseason this year and next year. But the National League DH, remember we talked about that? Uh, in this new deal, reportedly, NLDH for 2020 and 2021. So I think you could basically say, we have seen the last game with a D8, with, with a pitcher hitting. Unless that pitcher goes and starts or they just want to throw the pitcher up there to hit, we are done with pitchers hitting. So uh, it kind of throws me back in, uh, because I, I'd rather talk about the numbers versus the, um, the fact that pitchers may or may not be hitting ever again because I firmly enjoy it. But um, You enjoy hitters, your pitchers hitting. Yeah, it's pure baseball. You tell me what's more exciting than a Bartolo Colon Grand Slam. If it would have happened, it would have been the greatest thing ever. He hit a home run. It was the best story in sports. Yes, I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss pitchers. I'm going to miss the old school part of it. I will. Pitchers so, hitting. No more. That stinks. I, I want to say it was, I think, 2009 when uh, Joe Madden accidentally penciled in 
Evan Longoria as both the third baseman and the DH. So the Rays forewent the um, designated hitter in the uh, American League. It was an American League game. It wasn't interleague. And uh, Annie Sonnenstein had to, um, had to hit. Now, he was a two-way player in college, and he ended up hitting a double in the game. So it was actually a pretty cool story. But um, then you move forward, and you have, uh, I, I think there was a game where the Giants had the um, DH, and they let Bumgarner hit. And he also hit a double in that game. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm just going to miss the pitchers hitting. I, I, I think it's a fascinating thing in baseball. Me too. Just as, but just as I miss, I miss the intentional walk. Because you'd have that once-in-a-season thing where somebody swings at a pitch that gets a little too close to the plate. Miguel Cabrera, I, I believe he had a walk-off on an intentional walk pitch. And we'll never see that again. Yeah, I don't and, care about that. Intentional walk, that took too much time. No. I don't care. I, One point, the numbers, one, it saves 1.54 pitches per game. Good. That's an extra, like, what, six seconds? 46 seconds. seconds. How many? 46 seconds. 46 seconds? That's beautiful. I was watching Tom Seaver's 1978 no-hitter with the Reds. God, that thing was like every two, two minutes, boom, up and down, even on the other side. Two minutes, boom, up and down. I need a two-hour game. Anyways, we're, let, let's go back to this year. You got some numbers you wanted to talk about, right? Which? <laughs> I don't know. You told me you wanted to tell numbers, and then I tried to bring the DH thing back up with you. I was talking about the numbers specific to Sonnenstein and Bumgarner. Uh, okay, okay. I hear throw you. Me, throw me under the bus. No, no, no. I'm not throwing you under the bus. But let's see here. So this is it. Let me just state this again. Players, owners, optimistic. Wednesday, the season could begin by July 19th with 60 games. I, again, say that the players are going to reject that. We will have a different number. We're not going to have a 60-game season. You just talked about it. I know this. I'm not stupid enough to think that the players are going to take this deal from the owners, but they're going to go back, and the owners are going to have to cave. They're going to have to have a season. I think they're starting to feel the pressure now, aren't they? As the clock starts winding later into June and the, you know, the, the negative vibes they're getting from the fans and the media, I think the owners are feeling it more than the players. So my biggest fear right now is the fact that Manfred can act without the owners. And he can say, we're going to have a season and attempt to implement the season. But if eight or more of those owners balk, then it's a no-go. They're not going to have a season. However, I think it's also a little bit strange that, I, I don't know if it was a couple hours before all this came out, all of a sudden we're hearing that eight to nine owners are against the um, the season even being played, and I, I I feel honestly I feel badly for guys like um, Passin and uh, Heyman, who I, I think they're being jerked around a bit, and I think the the league is is playing games with these guys, and they're having them send out the reports that they they want out there, so that people you know panic on social media, and um, I, I I just don't envy their position at all right yeah now. i don't i don't think it's i don't think it's creating panic i just think it's posturing public posturing trying to get fans on your side that's what all this has been spader i've been telling you this from the start they're feeding garbage out there at the beginning it was to try and keep mlb top of mind but right because nothing was going on in baseball okay let's at least leak something so people are talking about us now it's to the point where they're just leaking things and and let's not forget and i'm not saying this passing does this at all 
there are some guys that kind of you know, throw shit against the wall and hope it sticks. And I think you've probably read some of that to this point. And I don't know if you've gone with it, but I think some stuff just gets thrown against the wall. And that's about it. And yes, it is. And don't feel bad for those guys because it's their job to sift through what they think is right and wrong. Okay? But they're pawns. And, and that's what I feel badly for. I don't. Yeah, the fact okay. of the matter is this is their job, right? Mm-hmm. This is how they make a living. I do this stuff for fun. I have... I don't want to say, you know, a real job, but I have a job that I, I make a living elsewhere, and I get to do this stuff for fun. These guys make a living doing this stuff, and don't, I, I, I truly feel badly for them. Don't. Because they, when, they get, when they eat the shit that they get fed, then they get the big stories to break. That's just how it works, Spader. Don't feel sorry for these guys. When you see Passin or whoever the hell it is break a huge story— Part of the reason they're breaking that story is because they decided to feed the shit that the owners are giving to them. So, uh, and the wanna, players and the GMs. You want a quick one of, uh, I ate, I, I suppose, I ate a little bit of shit today because I got a text from uh, a player. When I was on the radio earlier on um, your old station, and uh, I got a text from a player that said, hey, just, just a heads up, Manford and Clark didn't meet. Manfred flew to see Tony Clark, and I was like, whoa, that's, that's some good information. Um, do you care if I tweet that? And he got back to me in like 15 minutes or something, and I tweeted it out, and then people uh, started giving me shit because it had already become public <laughs> information. But and it's I the same sh- thing. They I met. I shared it late. <laughs> What's the difference? They met. Who cares? Yes. Uh, I, think, I think there is a difference because um, if Manfred's flying – to meet the uh, union rep, then I think he's probably a little more eager to get something done versus them. But I, I see your point as well. It, 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 it can really just be coincidence of circumstance. All right, so last thing on this, July 19th, whatever this, this date is, they got to get it there. I mean, any later date, if you go, if you push back even a week, the 24th, you'll still get baseball on the main stage, but it's only for a week. They, this should have been done already. We know that. I think that when it's all is said and done, if this season goes off and we get the 65, 70, 75, 80 games, if we get that many games, I think that we will not remember all the labor strife now unless there is a strike after the 2021 season or a lockout. I think we'll I, forget about this. I agree completely. I think yeah. all will be forgiven. And uh, I, I realize that um, we're, we're wrapping up because this is one of our uh, emergency ones, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want to say um, Yankees, because apparently that causes your downloads to increase sevenfold. Yes, that's exactly what happened. We talked about the Yankees possibly cheating and everybody listened. <laughs> it's fascinating. It really is fascinating. Like it's the one podcast we didn't even promote. So it's the old saying, man. There's I didn't s- even know they put it out <laughs> yeah there's only certain things there's only certain teams that you could really talk about nationally and i think the red sox and the yankees from baseball or if something happens with steroids or a work stoppage and it's unfortunate that's just the way it is but you know maybe people are going to start believing and hopefully a lot of people come back to the show once we have baseball and july 19th is when i'm expecting um them to announce it this weekend i hope it's july 19th we cannot push it back closer to the end of the month it's the only so- thing i hope do you think if we did a podcast that was like Rays only, we'd get like 12 downloads? 
No, we get more than that. We get like 16. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. That's our emergency pod. Hopefully baseball will be back when the news comes down. We'll talk about it. And thanks. Tell your friends. The walk-off. Listen and subscribe. Give us a five-star review on iTunes on the Apple Podcast. He's the Ace of Spader at the Ace of Spader on Twitter. I'm at Holden Radio, and we'll catch you later in the week.